The Pelican from Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. I saw a pelican this morning flying alone over my house. It is unusual to see a pelican where I live, but I have seen them, um, large groupings of them before in where I, in this, in Nebraska. They must have been migrating somewhere. So, I saw one this morning. So, this is the reading. It's March 4th, 2023, 4.07 p.m. Pelican. Keynote. Renewed buoyancy and unselfishness. Cycle of power year-round. There are two species of pelican in the United States. The white and the brown. Both have recognizable pouch and long bill. Contrary to what many believe, and as is often depicted in cartoons, they use this to scoop fish and not store them. Some reflection on that may reveal some insight into your own personal activities. Are you trying to store what shouldn't be stored? Are you not using or digesting what you have? Both types of pelicans embody the keynote, along with other aspects that were once considered very magical and powerful. An old story tells of how the pelican wounded its own breast and fed its young on the blood. This explains that the image of self-sacrifice often associated with it and has come to be a very Christian correspondence. The brown pelican often nests in bushes, mangrove thickets. By avoiding nesting competition with their neighbors, pelicans make room for more of their kind. Again, this reflects a kind of unselfishness. This is further reinforced by the fact that they will often employ teamwork in fishing. This is especially true of the white pelican. The groups descend and drive the fish into shallow areas. Despite their size, they are very light and buoyant. They can float like a schooner. The brown pelican is often observed flying solo, then some suddenly plummeting into the water. It then pops up to the surface. It has this ability because of a system of air sacs under the skin that make it unsinkable. Symbolically, this hints at being able to be buoyant and to rest on top in spite of the heaviness of life circumstances. The pelican teaches that no matter how difficult life becomes, no matter how much you plunge, you can pop to the surface. The pelican holds the knowledge of how to rise above life's trials. This same idea is hinted at in regard to an old belief that pelicans once lived on the desert 
in which they fed upon serpents. Pelicans, in spite of their lightness, sometimes have a difficult time taking off from the water. Still, they do manage, and again, we can see the correspondence to freeing oneself from that which would weigh you down. The water is a symbol of emotions, and emotions often weigh us down. The pelican teaches how not to be overcome by them. Saturday, March 4th, 4.01 p.m. from home. I'm reading The Bluebird because I saw one as I was taking my daughter to physical therapy. Keynote, modesty, unassuming confidence and happiness, cycle of power, Winter and summer, changes of seasons. The bluebird is a native bird of North America. Although once common, they are now quite rare. This often is a reminder that we are born to happiness and fulfillment. But we sometimes get so lost and wrapped up in everyday events of our lives that our happiness and fulfillment seem rare. When bluebirds show up as a totem, It should first of all remind you to take time to enjoy yourself. Bluebirds are part of the thrush family, and you may wish to read about thrushes to learn more of the bluebird. The males are entirely blue, while the females are blue only in the wings. Occasionally, there will be some warm reddish tones on the chest as well. Pay attention to the colors and where they are located. This will provide some insight. To the Cherokees, blue is the color of the north. While in many magical traditions, it is the color of the east. The edges of many Jewish prayer shawls were often the color of blue. Blue is associated with the throat chakra and the creative expression. Blue is symbolic So ask yourself what blue means to you personally. The idea of the bluebird being symbolic of happiness is fairly recent. This concept has developed more within this century than any other time. As far as I have been able to discover, the bluebird did not play any major role in Indian myths or tales. This bird always has a plaintive song and a modest, unassuming appearance. Its shoulders are hunched up when perched, giving an impression as if ready to dive. This can be symbolic of a need to work hard and play hard. Are you trying to shoulder too much responsibility? To the Pueblo, bluebirds are considered winter birds because they descend to the lowlands with the snow and cold during that season. 
This transition from winter to summer is dramatic in the area of the western home of the Pueblo. It is a transition from great coldness to summer heat. This is symbolic of a passage, a time of movement into another level of being. Specifically, it is connected to the transformation of a girl into a woman, and thus the bluebird is also sometimes connected to puberty rites. This, of course, has a connection to human fertility and a new confidence and happiness in coming into your own. Other Pueblo rites revolved around the use of bluebird feathers as prayer sticks. They were considered beneficial for snow and ice and for bringing the summer rainy season. There are also rites in the Pueblo tradition that tie them to the fertility of the land. Bluebirds are gentle and unaggressive. They do not push or bully other birds, but they are very scrappy when threatened. They have been known to put to flight jays and even larger birds. Their homes usually have an entrance facing south, the direction for awakening the inner child. If a bluebird has come into your life, look for opportunities to touch the joyful and intrinsically native aspects of yourself that you may have lost touch with. This is a reading from Dictionary of Bird Totems Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. And so then the kindness of strangers became added into it. Mommy, he's fantastic. That was my.